with Channel Mom, Shelly. You enjoying the story today? I am enjoying the story. Yes. Okay, we have Christy Beam on. She's the author of a book called Miracles from Heaven, A Little Girl, Her Journey to Heaven, and Her Amazing Story of Healing. Some people will not believe the story. Some people will be skeptical. Some people will just use logistics to explain it away. But wow, this is a pretty convincing story. Well, and we were talking about it. So many of the stories have gone of people who have gone to heaven are similar. Very similar. And they don't read each other. I mean, it wasn't like Annabelle, and, and I can ask Christy this, but it wasn't like they were sitting around reading the story. Right. You know? um, okay, so she's written this book. She's been on a lot of TV shows. I watched one where she said this, and I really loved it. This is Christy, Annabelle's mom. God is real. He still performs miracles. Even if your story doesn't end in a miracle, it doesn't mean that God isn't working miracles in your life. Which I liked, because people need to be patient with that, that God loves them. So, Christy, welcome back. Thank you. Okay, so you're telling us the story. We, we understand that Annabelle was a very sick little girl. She wanted to die. It looked as though she might die. She was only nine years old. Um, she had to stay in the hospital. She, things were looking grim. She happened to come home for a little while, and then tell us what happened from there. So, we had been home about three weeks from that incident in the hospital, and um, Annabelle, again, was on the couch in the, in the fetal position with a heating pad on her tummy and just in, in pain. But her oldest sister, Abby, who can be quite convincing, encouraged her to come out and play. And their favorite thing to do as, you know, country tomboy girls is climb trees and to play on our property. And so they set out to do that. And Annabelle, um, you know, we talk about, you know, in the book about what motivated her that particular day to climb the tree. And so she had a motivation to see something that Abby had previously seen. And so they start to climb this tree, unbeknownst to me. Um, Abby comes in hysterical a while later, and she screams to me that Annabelle has fallen in the tree. And I'm thinking, well, she climbed a little too high, and she slipped between branches, and she's stuck and needs help working her way down. So I go out there while Abby is hysterically pulling me, and I get out, and I'm looking at this massive cottonwood tree, and I can't find Annabelle. Well, little Adeline, at the time of seven, she's digging mightily at the base of the tree with a pipe, and she's saying, Annabelle can't breathe, Mommy. I'm going to get her out. And I'm where is Annabelle? Well, finally, reality hits, and Annabelle had climbed up 30 feet in the air, was sitting on a branch with Abby. And the branch began to give way. And in order for Annabelle to get down safely, she went inside what we thought was just, or she thought was just a little pocket, but it ended up being an entrance to um, the tree. And she fell inside that hole 30 feet and landed 30 feet down at the bottom at the base of a hollowed out cottonwood tree on our property. Yeah. Didn't she fall on her head? Did she fall on her head? She hit her head three times on the way down. Um, she was in there five hours, about five hours, and she took the firefighters about three to get her out. So she was non-responsive for quite the majority of it, um, and it was terrifying. I'm sure as a mom, I can't imagine. And she'd already been through so much pain having these incurable diseases. You don't know if she's going to live or die, and this must have felt like the end. I mean, your faith must have been wavering in that moment. I just remember crying out to God, don't you do it. Don't you take her. Don't you do it. You can't have her. Yeah. Do not take her. Yeah. I mean, I just remember praying. I remember texting my my mom and dad, and I remember texting Kev's mom and dad, and I was just like, pray. Pray. Lift her up and pray. Yeah. And they were. I can't. They were all praying. I'm sure. I can imagine that mother's heart. Like, don't you take her. I can understand mm-hmm. that. I can. So tell us what Annabelle experienced in the tree. So Annabelle later reveals to me that um, when she was non-responsive is when we're assuming that this happened, that Annabelle said that at one point, um, 
she said, she turned to me and she says, you know, mommy, I went to heaven when I was in that tree. And she said that um, she sat on Jesus' lap and that she told him that she wanted to stay because there was no pain. And he said to her, you know, I, I know you want to stay, but I have plans for you on earth that you cannot fulfill in heaven. And Annabelle, the firefighters are going to get you out. And when they do, there will be nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And when she began to share this with me, you know, again, putting, putting God in the box, not seeing his mercies that he had in his miracles that he had performed daily in my life up until then, I say, without processing, you know, isn't God so great, Anna? He did save you from that tragic fall because Annabelle walked away with scratches and bruises. She did not have anything that they expected. They thought she had a ruptured spleen, paralysis, broken bones. She had a minor concussion, and that was it. Yeah. But but you later found out that she thought and she felt like Jesus was telling her something else. It wasn't just that she wasn't going to have injuries from the tree. It was bigger than that. It was way bigger than that. So after Annabelle shares her heaven experience with me, we begin to notice that Annabelle every day um, is just a little bit happier. She's a little bit more peaceful, well, a lot more peaceful, and she's playing, and she's eating, and she's drinking, and every day turns into another day, into another day, into another day, and she's just different, and she's happy and bright. And I remember Kevin looking at me at one point and saying, we talk about this, and, and you can see the situation in the book where he looks at me, I literally hold up my finger, and he says, do you think? And I said, don't. Don't say it. As if giving words to it would make it not real. Yeah. But I was so terrified, terrified to accept the fact that she was well, and then if for some reason Jinx, although God doesn't work that way, yeah. Jinx, just kidding, she really is still sick, to get back to what I had to get to, to accept her chronic illness, I just didn't think I could emotionally deal with it. So we didn't give it the, the reality of being a miracle that it deserved until it was just absolutely undeniable. I mean, we began to wean Annabelle off of one medication after another with the help of the doctors. And how many medicines is she now on? Zero. Yeah, amen. Zero medications. She has not been hospitalized for her stomach since the fall. We've been back to that amazing guru in Boston, and he says, I don't know. She's asymptomatic on zero medications. She She no longer shows symptoms of having these two incurable digestive disorders. I can't explain it. I don't know. And An- Annabelle believes that, that God, Jesus, told her that this was going to be the case, that she was going to be well and in no more pain when she got out of that tree. That's right. Absolutely. And she began to live that way right after. But it just took me a while and in living it out and acting it out to accept it. But whenever it came a month later, and I have it documented where I called the nurse and I said, you know, Annabelle's supposed to round on this really powerful antibiotic, but she doesn't seem to need it. And the nurse was like, hmm, well, she will. If you don't want to get it to her today, that's okay, but she'll need it within the next couple of days. Annabelle never needed it again. That was a staple in her treatment. Huh. Let me, she's I, never taken that antibiotic again. We only have five minutes left, so I want to make sure I land okay. on at least one thing. My guess is as a mom, you... We're in that place where you think, I can't really believe this is true. I can't. It's too hard to have this much faith and then get disappointed. I can't really believe it's a full miracle. Maybe Annabelle has it wrong. I don't want my little girl to be disappointed. I don't want my family to be disappointed. I don't want other people to tell her, oh, you thought it was a miracle, but it wasn't. And you thought Jesus talked to you and told you 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 were going to be better, but you weren't. And I can't imagine. So in the next minute or two, before we tell folks how to find the book, tell me about that struggle where, where clearly a miracle happened. Clearly Annabelle knew she saw God and she was told she would be healed and she was 
was healed, but you had that typical adult struggle with, is this really true? Did God really help my child? You know, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then even the most, the bizarre thing was I didn't want to accept again the reality of it because I was afraid of what, what might happen. You know, if you say it, you jinx it and oops, yeah. No take back. I mean, you know, and, and so it was ridiculous until we just absolutely had to stand out, stand up and stand out and claim, okay, she's well. And Annabelle's like, thanks for getting on the train, people. I've been well since the fall. I mean, she knew and she was living her life and, and she was happy and she was well. But, you know, just standing up and taking that faith and saying, okay, I know this sounds crazy, but this is, this is my story. This is what happened. I can't. I can't deny it. I can't pretend it didn't happen. I can't not wean her off these medications. I mean, this is real. This yeah. is all healed. Yeah. And in just, a, you know, 30 seconds before we tell folks how to find your book, uh, tell people about her faith. What? How rich is her faith? Oh, man. She's amazing. You know, so many times we get upset and frustrated at people. And through this process, we've been challenged by many things. And Annabelle will tell me, you know, Mommy, I want you to know I'm praying for so-and-so because— they need to know God, and if they knew God, that they would understand things better, and they maybe wouldn't be so angry. And so I'm like, Annabelle, man, I long to have a heart like yours. I want to pray for my enemies, and I want to pray for them in abundance like you do. Yeah. But she just gets it. She gets the things about life and what's important in life, and she's just so solid. Yeah. I, being in the lap of Jesus is to know his love. And to be able to come back to earth and spread it even to your enemies. And that to me is evidence that this little girl really saw him, which, which, you know, God bless her, man. (laughs) It's amazing. She's inspired me today. Shelly, are you inspired? I'm so grateful for her story. I know. Keep sharing it, girl. Keep sharing it. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. How do people find the book? Okay, uh, Miracles from Heaven, and you can go to all major retailers. I mean, it's in um, Barnes & Nobles, um, Hastings, Books a Million, Walmart, um, Sam's, yeah, everywhere. It's in most major retailers, or you can go to com, and we have links on there where okay. you can find it. Okay. Um, yeah. Christy, you're a blessing, and so is your precious daughter. Please give her a hug from me and the rest of Channel Mom. I will do that. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. God bless you and your family. Thanks for being on Channel Mom. Thank you. All right, dear. Okay, that was Christy Beam, the author of Miracles from Heaven. Go get it if you want to be inspired or inspire somebody else who really needs to hear. Yeah, gift it. Yeah, that God is real and he loves us. I mean, that's the end of it. That's all we need to know to live. I mean, honestly, that's it. So, so go get the book for somebody. All right, we got to wrap up. Thanks for joining us for Channel with Channel Mom today. Um, We're here because we know there are moms who schlep through life and don't feel recognized, understood, appreciated, like their job doesn't matter, like what they do doesn't matter, like their kids don't love them, like nobody thanks them. Being a single mom is even harder. So please know that we at Channel Mom are here to support you and advise you and equip you. Um, ChannelMom.com, Channel Mom Podcast. This broadcast will be on podcast. You can find us in a lot of places. YouTube, we have a YouTube channel, hundreds of thousands of views there. So, you know, right, Shell? Say you're right. Oh, it's so good. Thank you. All right. And please help us out. We want to keep this ministry growing, both in the airwaves and on the ground to help moms. So go to channelmom.com. Give to CM. Give to CM. Thank you, Shell. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, be, be sure to stay with us for next week's show. We're going to be talking to a wonderful person, the wife of a Denver Bronco, Stephanie Johnson. So join us for that show next week right here on Channel Mom. In the meantime, God bless you, moms. Have a great weekend.